Clovercrest Media Group is proud to present Season 2 of Sticky Beak. He threatened to kill her, you know. He said it out loud. He said, I will kill you. She did not believe him. I think the circumstances were dubious about her disappearance because she had run away several times prior. She told me he hasn't told a soul. The man driving the car, whoever he was, nobody's ever said a peep. It was never talked about again, even between the two of them. And I'm not sure those two even saw each other after this. In a no-body case, you generally need time and seclusion to dispose of the body. She told me that he's been lying. He lied about this whole thing. In his own mind, he probably does love her in a way we would consider particularly sick or twisted, but I think in his own mind, he does love her. She felt like she was climbing the walls, which isn't a phrase that a kid would use, but that's what she's telling me. Like, she felt like she was almost trapped. She said she was trying to look for a way out. I won't go into detail, but I would say you're hot. Subscribe to Sticky Peak wherever you listen to podcasts. Back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang. I'm here with Joe of Wire and Rob from Alpha's Rock shortly, but you already probably knew that. Um, this week, I'm excited and I'm excited to share some news. I'm sure, like last week, you could kind of pick up on it. I kind of touched on it, but like we're expanding the show to not just politics, but just more social issues and stuff now. So if you were confused as to why we're talking about this kind of stuff more and more, I just feel like there's a lot more important stuff going on, especially in America right now with COVID going away. Everybody's able to get their vaccine pretty much right now it seems like we're doing pretty good and i just want to take a break at least for now from talking about the hardcore politics stuff and i'm sure that everybody's kind of sick of hearing about it by now we've been doing this for like a year i cannot talk about corona anymore not for one more episode it's been a while yeah Uh, it's time to get away from it like it's I don't, and it seems really like at the point it's a touchy situation, and it seems like it's more about the vaccine versus the actual virus. Um, so it, it's kind of beat the dead horse, if that's not like a bad term. Um, I got my uh, vaccine. <laughs> I got the one and done Johnson and Johnson, and um, my bones still kind of hurt, but I feel a lot better than the day I got it. I can tell you that. You got to get it. I mean, it's it sucks. Um, a lot of people are having some minimal side effects, but it's better than dying. Right. I think that (laughs) we're going to look at Rob, but we're not going to say anything. (laughs) Um, but this episode, I want to start off by talking about Dr. Phil and Danielle Brigoli and I think that they're building a case against, yes, that's what everybody would pretty much know that her from is being the catch me outside girl on Dr. Phil. Um, I'm sure everybody saw that. Everybody familiar, Joe, you saw it. I got to be got it now. I got to actually be kind of neutral in this. I have a connection that I, yeah, I probably got to stay silent about this one. Yeah. So basically, Rob knows Bad Baby. No, no, I don't know her, but it would behoove me to keep quiet. 
wow this is some, this is some tea that is getting spilled live as we speak and okay whatever okay rob go on, no, go on with your bad self. <laughs> but anyways so i think that she's like building a case against turnabout ranch and if you guys don't know that's where dr phil has not only sent her but a couple other kids it's basically like a rehabilitation center for troubled teens and dr phil admitted on the show that the reason that she is the way she is is because of the environment she grew up in obviously her and her mom did not have a good relationship that was displayed on the show but some of the things that she talked about that happened at this ranch were absolutely awful. Her videos are up on YouTube and she does a really good job explaining it. In the first one, she was very composed. She kept her cool and she kind of just talked about it. She explained things like how people wouldn't let her change her underwear, her socks. She would get really bad infections, athlete's foot and stuff like that. They would sleep deprive her, um, wouldn't let her eat. She also witnessed a sexual assault and when she tried to report it, she got in trouble. She also, the biggest thing that I I find it's actually incredible that this place is still open and that Dr. Phil is still promoting it. There was two deaths in her time of her being there. I have gotten hundreds of thousands. Yeah, this is her video. So basically, I'm trying to bring this thing up. It's it's uh, here we go. <laughs> and then I stopped it. Word of mouth to travel so that everyone who has. So, this is her second video on it. And this is where she talks about how Dr. Phil responded to her. And obviously, he did not give the response that anybody was looking for. And that's kind of why I wanted to show this and talk about it. This Dr. is the Phil fill up interview. In an interview about the video, and he responded. So, Phil, I'm um, I'm reading the New York Post this weekend. I open up this. Can you uh, hear this, story Victoria? About yeah. a teen yes, rapper okay. named Bad Bobby. Bad Bobby. So, first of all, she goes on there calling me by the wrong name. Bitch, your kids probably listen to me. Your kids probably know who I am. Your husband probably knows who I am. So why are you acting like you don't know who I am? Gucci Once again, Daniel flaps. has brought like steam to somebody's talk show. Exactly. Anyways, her mom brought her on the show to say I can't, I can't handle her anymore. So here's that, here's that moment off the show. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. Did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yeah. Why would this be the only clip you show of me? Why don't you show me being nominated for a Billboard Award? Why don't you show me having multiple gold and platinum plaques? Why don't you show me being youngest female rapper to hit billboard why, why don't you show stuff like that so the audience are about shout to out to those accomplishments yeah. shout out to those accomplishments you know the shit i was hearing in the crowd so for you to tell me i can't say something back to people who were saying something to me second of all the fucking lady who runs the show that Oh, if you can, when you can do whatever this you feel like, you know, kind of just recaps how Dr. Phil just takes absolutely no responsibility for anything that happened to her. As you can see, like, she's getting really agitated in the video. This is, like, the first thing that she's responded to, and she's already freaking out because he kind of goes on and discredits her. He also says um, that... If something really happened, then why didn't she file a lawsuit five years ago when it happened? And she was 13 at the time. So it's just like, how do you expect a kid to do all that kind of stuff? So you can you can understand her rage. But the question that I wanted to ask is, do you think that, number one, Dr. Phil is at full fault for this? Or do you think that 
her parents have some kind of play in it because they also signed a release form stating that camera crews could be in there and stuff like that, documenting her rehabilitation, which I find is kind of odd because if you actually wanted to get help for this girl, then you wouldn't have a bunch of camera crews in there all up in her face and stuff like that. Um, how can you also say that you didn't know what was going on if everything is documented and he kind of just discredits her and it's really awful stuff. He also still has all of the ranch stuff posted on his website and his Facebook page. So there is a question if he has some kind of financial interest in it, maybe. What do you guys think? Joe's on you. I told you, I, I'll put, I'll speak on it this way. If Dr. Phil, if there's nastiness going on at that ranch, then definitely there needs to be an investigation. There needs to be something going on, right? Um, because we're in a society, especially now, where everybody says, you know, believe women, and we should, right? So um, if there's been those kind of allegations, look at the um, Olympic girls, the gymnastics, right? The, gymna the gymnasts. Um, so, yeah, definitely um, not just, you know what I mean? Just because Dr. Phil has a million dollar or this multi-million dollar production doesn't mean that he can't be a nasty guy. You know what I mean? Right. I, it, 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 the way they sometimes, you know, fit us in descriptions, he kind of fits the description. Can, so, can we all agree that Dr. Phil isn't really a doctor? Yes. Yes. You know what Let, I mean? no. Let's say that first. He's he really not a doctor. Literally, like, definitely not a doctor. He huh? has a doctorate. He yeah, does. Well, Captain have... Crunch has a hat. He's not really a captain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he did, he does have a doctorate in clinical psychology, and I believe oh, that he, he did okay. get it in 76 or something like that, and it has not been renewed since. And he okay. is not a practicing psychologist. He's literally just Dr. Phil. So okay. he does have the credentials, but he's not a practicing doctor. By okay. Yeah, I just want to say, I want to clarify that there, if you are a practicing you know, psychologist, yeah, I give you your doctor, but I didn't know that he actually had that. So I guess if he earned it, Technically, he's a doctor, but you know what I'm saying? Julius, I, Julius Irving also has a doctorate. In what? Um, Just out of curiosity. It's an honorary doctorate from... See, an honorary doctor is different. Doesn't matter. Fucking Shaq has... Doctor is a doctor. No. Dr. Shaq. No, we're not. <laughs> well, my other question was, do you think that she should have even been brought on to the Dr. Phil show in the first place? And I know that she has a lot of accolades, a lot of success now, obviously, but I don't personally, I don't think that her being 13, 14, when she was on that show, first of all, most of the minors that are on Dr. Phil only have like their bottom half shown, like their face blurred out or they'll have their voice changed or something. I don't understand why she was an exception to that um i just don't Look, understand that, how the about, went by the show is about exploitation that's what they do mm -hmm. and uh danielle what is it brigoli brigoli no she's a tiny is brigoli but whatever um catch me outside girl uh went in there with an agenda i mean first of all no human being acts like that you gotta like that's like an effort. I mean, I you know again when you were like Danielle Bergoli, I was like I don't know who that is, and you were like Catch Me Outside, you know, girl. Like, oh, I know that girl. Yeah, I didn't even know she had a name. I remember watching that, and and I assumed like she was in on it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody was taking advantage of her. I thought I think she saw it as an opportunity. So I don't blame her. 
Well, she's, obviously, she's I child. don't even think that's a question. She's sure, a she's child. a child. So I, I'm not. I'm not suggesting to blame her, but she. I mean, her and her mom. I, they knew what was happening, and Doctor Phil knew what was happening. Um, and I think you might have said it or alluded to it that he certainly knows what's going on at the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if if Sander Arroyo Sanchez knows what's happening at the ranch, I have to assume so does Doctor Phil. Right. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like it's so ridiculous. Also, there is cases out in the open that you can Google right now. And she also talked about it while she was there. She witnessed two deaths. Somebody tried to steal a car and died in the process of doing it, trying to escape this ranch. And one of the aides that was trying to stop them got such severe injuries that they ended up dying a couple years later. So that is still processing. And the fact that this has not gotten shut down, Dr. Phil is still promoting it to like this very second. It's still up on his website. It's it's insane to me. This is crazy. This feels like the Tiger Ranch. But like what safety kids like there could be a Netflix series on this. And I think that there will be. That's what I think is really Netflix lifetime. Y'all broke down all that R. Kelly and everything else stuff like investigate this fair. You know, but here's the other thing. I mean, so this girl's gone on and apparently had some sort of platinum album. Yeah. Yo, yo, that album was fire. Don't shout out to Atlantic Records. (laughs) Shout out to fire. No doubt. Go catch both of those, all those projects. Go listen to all of them. No doubt. She she seems like she would be very... T- was she rap or she sang? Oh, Gucci she flip flops. In my, in my socks. Mm-mm. Yo, fire. Diamonds dripping off the clock. I could do a there whole performance go. for you right now. Yo. <laughs> so is it possible that the problem here is people like you guys that are Yo, eating this thing up? Uh, you know, look, here's, here's the thing about these... Um, bad baby is it these influencers these these um and you're seeing more and more of this right i mean she's not a legit musician and i, I don't mean that i mean i i, yeah. I, I you're a <laughs> legit musician if you have a record contract and she does no, she does not, i mean she does no listen to what i'm saying granted yes but most people who get record contracts are musicians who perform regularly and then they get a record contract after years of hard work, not after being on an episode of Dr. Phil and being like, catch me outside, motherfucker. All I know is like, high bitch, Gucci flip-flops, go listen to those. Shout out and to Atlanta Records. Well, that was going to be my next point because I wanted. that's why I wanted to kind of talk about do you think she should have been on the show at all? But I also do think even if it weren't for the show that she would probably be in the same position as she is right now. You know I what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she, maybe she, not the same position, but I think that she would be successful. Shout out to the, shout out to her team. Amazing to get her to that success. <laughs> I mean, and let's talk about it though. Like to be able, like, is it really her or was it her team that really like elevated her? Like to be able to monopolize off of that, to be able to well, I she mean, can perform. Some, I mean, yeah. you couldn't just take some, some random hits. girl let, off let, the let, street and be like, you're bad baby. I, you know and that's what I'm mean? saying. She, let, let's but not she, disregard. She, she, she made some hits. Her team was able to really she bring her up to that level. on Dr. Phil. That she wanted yeah, to be noticed. Performed. And that was all part of her persona. And she was like, I can rap. And somebody was like, yeah, let's do it. Great. And I, I again, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not doubting them because I, I don't know the music. If you guys say it's good, then I'll take your word for it. I just don't 
I don't know. Maybe I I'm saying it. it's good. It, is it possible my kids have played that for me? Probably. Um, I'm sure I've heard it. I would maybe. probably know it if it's um, older ones. I would. That's what I'm saying. I would think. I'm. I'm sure I probably know it, but if you haven't, go listen to it like a thousand times. But again, it, it, it's like it's that's beside the point here. You know, look at the end of the day. I mean, at the end of the day, you could argue, look, this was great for her. It launched her a career. And so, yeah, you know, the record company, Dr. Phil, the production company behind Dr. Phil, Oprah, I'm sure has her hand in that too, because she, if I'm not mistaken, is the overlord to Dr. Phil. Am I right? She is. So she's getting a little cut of the action. I'm sure many people are. And, and, And Victoria, I think this show in general is about just the overall exploitation of young women in this country, which I find appalling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a culture. And it's a culture that, uh, you know, just a couple months ago, we were laughing about it. But the idea that uh, what's the what's the bunny from Space Jam? Lola Bunny? Lola, Lola, bunny. Lola bunny. She's not hot anymore. I'm sorry. Who's going to represent by me? That? Like, you know what I'm I saying? How have, am I going to watch TV and be like... If it wasn't pointed out that she doesn't have curves and boobs, I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have been like, wait a minute. It's not the Lola Bunny I was expecting. Like, what are you, a sicko? Well, with you? Now I guess I'm a we're... sicko. Because I didn't... I noticed that, but like when I was young, when Space Jam <laughs> came up and I thought Lola Bunny was hot. And I was like, what happened to Lola? Like she, like I, I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian saw Lola Bunny and was like, "I need to look like that," and that's what started like the whole craze. True. It was Lola Bunny. She is an icon, and it's not even like like it was just I don't know. I, I feel you though. It shouldn't be sexualized, and it shouldn't be a big deal. I do agree with that. It shouldn't be a big deal. But I did I notice it? Yes. When I saw the when I saw the commercial, I was like, Lola doesn't look the same, and it, it's a visual thing. I, I lived and, and went through the Britney Spears thing. I, it was when I, I literally had just gotten into the radio business. Um, I had a chance to meet Britney Spears and go backstage and see all. You yeah, I know. Britney? Yeah. Um, what? Oh, she's crying on. What? How are you crying through like third person, like third person connection? Oh my God. This is what Britney does I'm to you. Stuck. Look at how red my face is right now. I'm like, Joe, man, Britney. So I've, never, I've never been like one-on-one with like a Britney, like it's Britney bitch face. Oh my like, God, holy look at crap. me right now. Look at her. I've known, I've known, Victoria, I've known you for like two I'm years, crying. right? Have I never told you that story? No. <laughs> I've never like seen somebody do this over Britney. <laughs> well, let me, I'll give you one better. Um, I go backstage to meet Britney and mm. guess who was there? Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Yeah, Janet. Janet was there too. Yeah, I know it was. um, She was my first concert ever. (laughs) But again, I you know I noticed that around Britney, it was all forty-five year old men. That's nasty. Yeah, that's like you just get like a weird sense like of like a pimp kind of situation. That's nasty. That's big gross. Jessica Simpson, right along that same time. Same thing. Just grown men everywhere around this girl, like picking out her outfits and, you know, you're like. Oh, so not not even like security. Just No, I'm talking like managers, promoters. It's all dudes. It's all grown men. 
literally like telling her what to wear and, and how to shake her hips and, a, you know, at what point to like jostle her hips and the, just yeah. that's what it is. And it's I mean, it, it's exploitation at its finest. I'll give you one better. This won't get a reaction out of anybody who's not a hillbilly. But Leanne Rimes was, I think, 13 when she came out. And mm-hmm. this was in like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. The Internet was new, but they had like a clock for when she turned 18. And this goes even back. That's gross because yes. getting bad, baby, she just made her OnlyFans. Yes, that is exactly what I wanted to talk about right now. And I, bigger than that, wanted to talk about society's fixation on young girls and what the hell that's about. Because I do not think that Bad Baby or Danielle or whatever the hell you want to call her is in the wrong at all for doing this. I think that she did what she was influenced to do. I don't think that she made any, like, I don't think she made, I'm not going to say I don't think she made like a bad decision, but in her own head, I completely see how she rationalized that. And I don't think that she, if anybody is at fault for that. Um, With that being said, I do find it absolutely disgusting. And yes, Priscilla was underage when they got married and it was absolutely disgusting. And that was an entire groomer situation on that. Not only was, so uh, she was a, she actually was of age when they got married. But they had been dating for like four years at that point. Like yeah. it was bad. Jerry Lee Lewis did Elvis one better. He also was with a 14-year-old, but she was his cousin. Ha! And let's not forget about Diddy. We also can't forget about Harvey Weinstein, who married his daughter. It, it's it, it's it's nasty. You didn't know about that, game. Joe. What? You didn't hold know on, hold on. You said Harvey Weinstein. Was it not Harvey his- Weinstein? Yeah, he literally didn't he marry his daughter. I gotta go to my boy G for this. I'm just yeah. saying. I Jump think on the googs on that. Somebody correct <laughs> me, but I'm pretty sure he literally like. No, that was his um. That guy's what's already, the, what's that guy's name? in that guy's in serious trouble. But let's no, just verify the that. <laughs> the tool guy. The the, the guy. Tim no, Allen. He, like yeah. adopted a bunch of kids and then like married Tim one Allen. of them. Isn't it Tim Allen? That's the nasty fort. He married his stepdaughter. Or is it Woody, oh, Allen? Woody, Allen. Woody Allen? Woody Allen. Allen. Woody Allen. Yes, Woody, Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. Is that yeah. who you're talking about, Woody yep. Allen? Yeah, Surprise. Woody Allen. Yeah. Harvey no, Weinstein. No. Sorry, Tim Allen. Harvey I'm Weinstein. Creeps are creeps. What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, okay. He didn't marry his daughter. Woody Allen. Yeah. Where is Woody Allen? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But. Anyways, I, the biggest picture out of this is within six hours. Homie made a million dollars. She broke an OnlyFans record, and record. she made this days after turning eighteen. And if you go you know, on it was there, six hours was it? It was, it was like six I hours. Think she, that she was like planning on it, and she announced it, but it ended up coming out two days after she turned eighteen. But it's nasty because think of all those grown ass men that were waiting for this. That's like, what I'm saying. And plotting. all the Instagram comments that are like, "Oh my god, I cannot wait until she turns eighteen From the di- from the second that she got off the Dr. Phil show, people were like, "Oh my god, I cannot wait until she turns eighteen <sighs> It's insane. And how is this fine? I feel like there's something right about me because, right? So my wife and I have been married for 10 years. I'm I'm 45. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for years she would joke like, I will kill you if you run off with some 18-year-old. <laughs> and, like, after a while I was like, why, why is it 18? Like, what do you think I am, right? And so she started saying 21. And, like, the last few years the joke is – 
she'd be 32 and have a house. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be some child 24 and need me to pay for an apartment right? no right. I got, I got a 20 year old daughter i why i i i but don't even like her that much why would i want to date someone like that oh so, so annoying but pete now so now let's flip it you know i like to play devil's advocate sometimes and this is it's not going anywhere crazy but think about the 45 year old that dates the 35 year old that's when you look at it in that aspect it's not bad no Right. Well, no, but well, it would be when different if that... Danielle was 35, but she's not. The, but yeah, so when does that is... kind of like cater, right? So when is it okay? Is it like 30 and 40, maybe like 25, 35? Like when is that 10-year, maybe 15-year age gap right kind of like? I will straight up tell you right now. After the girl or whoever, the person 18, that is younger is 25. I 25? 25. Okay. At least 25. Because what do you want to do with somebody who is under 25? Under. What can they provide you? And they also do not have the same life experience anything because i will tell you straight up right now i am under 25 i'm under 21 so every single year i look back on myself and i am like embarrassed i'm like what the what the hell was that like i look different every five minutes i can't like i it's so crazy you know what i mean like i cannot imagine somebody who is 10 15 years older than me but like, why would they want anything to what do is there right you know what i mean there's no connection there's first of all like you said no life right. experience right um there's no connection there's what do you even myself being 33 almost 34 i i think about first of all who i was at 24 25 totally different person so then i think about like what came with 24 25 year olds or even like 23 year olds that was a headache like there's nothing that you can provide me outside of let's be honest sex so that's that like yeah you know right. what I'm so that, that this comes down to how young do you like, like your women like what's your what's you know what i mean and it, 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 to me again right i think at some age right you're like i think when i hit 30 like you know, anybody under 21 was out the window. Out the window there yeah. was no, I mean, again, and I was, I think I was single when I was 30. I had just gotten divorced. Um, again, I wasn't looking for like a child to poke. You know what I mean? Like, right. what is that? Ew. Like right. looking for like a legitimate person. I get into my 30s. I mean, again, like, you know. Now, I have a question though. It just, to me, in your mind, I, I would think that 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 ideal woman should be older should be closer to your age now what do we say about which is very true but what do we say now like i remember when growing up i couldn't even date like trying to find a girl my age to date like 15 16 years old it was impossible because they were all dating the 20 21 year olds matter of fact i remember and you know because you, you i'm sure y'all promoted it on the radio and everything like that before but like the the clubs were 21 for men 18 for women right you know what yeah. I'm saying? At one point. And yeah. then so like so like all the girls in high school, they were going to the club because they could get in. And their boyfriends were 20, 21, 25 sometimes. And you're like, 
Well, I feel like that's the biggest thing that doesn't necessarily get talked about because I think that we're all sitting here at home thinking that it's a bunch of like old, creepy 80-year-old men online like looking at Danielle. But in all reality, it's 20, even people that are 28, 27, 29. It's like, what do you want to do with somebody who looked this like Danielle Bergoli looked the same when she was 18 or two days after she turned 18 as she did two days before? to just flip a switch and like everything changed like what is that's what is up with that and i will say especially being in my experience i'm a 19 year old girl i have been i have been in relationships with several guys in their 20s and then when you look back on it you're like what because i do acknowledge that like most of the girls my age don't have like these kind of conversations because they think it's like normal. They think it's the cool thing to do. And that's why I really wanted to talk about this is because I want to know why it's almost become so normalized to do this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I who told why it has. her that? I don't this know why it has because literally since the eighties, there's been like a counter movement to the exploitation of women. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't worked for whatever reason. Um, it's one of those things where, again, I just think that there's a lot of um, deviant-minded people. Can we, okay, can we can we have a moment of transparency and a safe space for me? Right, Let's do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so bet. I hate Instagram now, right? And I'm all for like women empowerment and everything else like there. Like you should be able to like I'm pro like be how you want with your body as long as you're 18 years old, however you want, like as long as you're an adult, cool, right? But for me, growing up in a male chauvinistic area in the 90s with like I would steal like my dad's porno mags or like my brother's little magazines and shit like that. So growing up in the Instagram area where like grown adult women were becoming Instagram models, it was cool. But that was like 10 years ago. Now you go like you go to a model page or you admire, and I don't want to sound like a chauvinistic fucking pig because, but I know women do the same thing. They follow hot dudes that they find attractive and stuff like that, right? But now you can't even follow a girl on Instagram if you're over 30 because they're what? 18 19 year old and it says it in your bio and you're like why or even if you don't or like i i've done that twice it, this is why i've stopped like i don't if i don't know you i don't follow you period because like you follow somebody you're like oh she looks kind of attractive and i'm in a relationship too at this point right my single days but you would be like follow follow and then you're looking they're like 19th birthday photo and they're like they got the 19 balloons you're like whoa you looked 26 in your photos. Nothing gave me 19 vibes. So it's just like, even, and, and I don't want it to seem like an excuse because I don't want to seem like, but it's just me as a 30 plus year old man. It's like outside of family and friends, Instagram is not the space for me. Like outside, but you have to know those realms, right? I like think you just got to kind of like, like kind of has to be more about not necessarily what the young girls and what the minors are posting and Mm -hmm. like the 19 year olds and stuff, but their parents and why they allow that kind of stuff to go up on their social media. Um, The kind of media that they intake to make them feel that that was okay to do it. And also like, 
you know, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like rather than holding the blame on like the younger girls who may be posting like scandalous mm-hmm. pictures or like looking older and, and yeah. stuff like that, like rather than being like they shouldn't post that kind of stuff anymore, be like, why? has the culture shifted where this is ex- like where this is a thing you know what i mean i mean and that's where i don't want to seem like i'm shaming them post all you want honey that's just not my space anymore mm-hmm. like that you know what I mean just like it, the club isn't my space anymore and you know what i'm saying it's just i understand that this is if you they can for me right i would well let's i don't have a daughter but i could only think like if i was scrolling through instagram and like on the explore page my daughter came up in a savage fenty outfit as a savage ambassador i would probably just drop my phone you know I me mean? like i if, if she was like 16 17 yeah 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 you know what I'm saying? Like at the at the point, if you're 18, as long as you're being, I don't know this stuff. I don't have a daughter, but you have a daughter. But like in my mind, I I don't want to be around it. That's not my space anymore. That's for the young folks. I was young 10 years ago. But then at the same time, like I don't want my daughter feeling the need to have to to do that for the following. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I feel like I want that's to be really pro. what it comes down to is like the girls feel the need to do it rather yeah. than like the want when it comes to like right. a certain age. Like, you know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like when people get older, they like reach a point where they're like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. But I feel like a lot of the stuff that like I look back on my all my social media accounts have been completely cleared out from when I was on high or when I was in high school. But like some of the stuff that I used to post, I was like, no. Like, let's just not, let's not do that. But like, so, for some reason, I thought that that was okay in the time. You know what I mean? Well, that's immaturity. I mean, right. and, and as you get older, you get more mature and your taste is supposed to get better. Better. And more appropriate. I'm just trying to get the all. I don't, I don't just mean that with women. I mean, no. I mean, even with wine, you know, uh, when you get to be older, if you're still drinking Merlot, you're doing it wrong, you know? You got to grow up. You got to, you got to improve your palate. Your tastes in life should all, they should all age gracefully as you do. Um, Again, I've always found, uh, and and especially working in the radio business for so long, you see it over and over again um, where women are exploited. And sometimes it's young women, sometimes it's old women. And then guess what? You hit like 35 and you're like, you're out. (laughs) You know what I mean? They yeah. just cut you out. Unless you're Britney or you're Madonna, you're out. There's Hell no. Not. Just go to OnlyFans. That's it. It's a. It, well, I suppose we could talk about that a little bit too, right? I mean, mm. what what is that nonsense? I mean, so if anybody, why, why are why are women doing that? Why are women okay with that? And why? Well, I like it. I will answer you that right now. Some women and some people feel like they don't have the choice and it is their best source of income that they could possibly get. I would tell you right now, if I made an OnlyFans, I guarantee you I would not be struggling financially anymore. Well, like, you know what I mean? Bank. Right. But like, just I. Just because of the narrative and obviously people love just going off of it. Anyways. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But the question is, I totally can understand, like, I don't even have, like, a thought in my mind as to why people 
like regular people, like middle class citizens or lower middle class citizens making OnlyFans to support themselves. But what I have the question with is why is Danielle Bregoli making OnlyFans to make a million dollars when she already has millions of dollars? That why is that a bridge that she chose to cross? I don't understand that. And I don't understand why the people around her are like, yeah, that's okay. Because she has so many people around her. Why has nobody stepped in? Because I know that she does not have the end all be all. You know what I'm saying? I just really don't understand that. Because once again, I do not hold her to any kind of like standard when it comes to that kind of stuff, because it's like, obviously that's the move that she would make with all these outside influences. I just don't understand why her mom is like, yeah, Danielle, go get that million dollars. Like, why does nobody see a problem? Can I play devil's advocate again? Why mm -hmm. not? If there's going to be dudes that want to give you a million dollars and because from what I understand, it's you there's a lot of women. Yes, you have the sexual sex worker side of OnlyFans where they get where it's like Pornhub times two, right? Mm -hmm. Um, then you have like the toe fetish people, and then you just have like it's pretty much expanded. You have the men's side, the woman's side. So I don't I don't even know what she was posting on her only OnlyFans. Was it just like she's claimed that it was going to be more than she shows on her Instagram and she posts a lot on her Instagram. I will say that. See, I don't follow I don't follow her Instagram. I actually stopped following her Instagram <laughs> because like I felt awkward, even though it was in for a certain instance, for mm -hmm. certain for certain situation. I was like, nah, I can't because she this is awkward. Right. right. So you're just like, yeah, yeah. Nah. I, I, so depending on what she's posting, she's 18. She's an adult. It's nasty that these people are like signing up, especially like anybody that's above the age of 25, maybe 28. I'll give you that. Maybe a three year plus or minus. I don't want to beat last but, week's yeah. drum about religion, but you, Jared, I thought, brought up a solid point in the comments. You know, we also have a weird thing about male and female genitals in this country mm -hmm. and there's a whole repressed society of religious people who are freaking out and weird about i mean religion in general is is treats women as less you know coming from and subordinate to men that doesn't help that 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 sort of doesn't help at all you know, like as if as if it's somehow mandated by God. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's a, another thing that struck me for a long time about the society that we live in is is how weird people are about sex, how weird people are about what you can see and what's being covered and what they think should be covered. And I think people should mind their fucking business. You know, worry about yourself and your own stuff and, you know, stop peeping at the kids. That's weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, dude, I mean, to, to me, if you're like peeping on a 16 year old, you might as well be peeping on an eight year old, you fucking weirdo. Right. You know what I mean? At, at what point do you decide, well, I'm a little younger. So no, I don't like it. You know, again, right. if you're it to me, if you're over 21 and you're looking at anybody who hasn't hit the, the two all mark, you're something fucking wrong with you. And I mean, I also, either either you're a grown man or you're like a weird pedo. Mm -hmm. 
it like at 21 dude it's time to like you can't be dating like a 15 year old there's something really sick and twisted about that and you know i i think more and more in this country and i've read a lot of garbage you know right-wing propaganda about people on the left being like um you know more willing to um uh appease pedophiles and and have you know man-on-boy relationships that you know you hear them they talked about it a lot during the election that that's what the liberals stand for and, and um you know i think it all stemmed from a singular ted talk that one lunatic lady gave mm-hmm. and that became like well, that's what liberals want and like come on you repressed freaking weirdos man like mm-hmm. let it go but again this this weirdness I'm, I'm glad you brought this up tonight i actually wanted to suggest to you uh the topic of date rape um and 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 just you know in general and and again that's sort of where women are put in a position victoria you know where uh you know you feel like you got to do certain things on dates or whatever I, like there's some weird expectation and, and right but who's teaching that like jared said you got to teach your boys how to be men and to be women. respectful of women and not to be weird about their 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 female their parts, parts or their their menstruation period you know that's I'm something actually, that freaks people out true but i'm so glad that you actually brought up that point about date rape because it kind of brings me into my next topic not completely but sort of because i wanted to talk about like why celebrities don't get held accountable for things because there's another big story that came out i don't know if either of you are familiar with the youtuber david dobrik he makes vlogs mm-hmm. he yeah rob knows Literally, who he is. i figured that rob would know who he was as soon as he sent the article i read it he looks like a loser it seems like he's got but a lot of issues drama getting and all that no, 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 no. That's a different, that's a different story. Different story. Oh, whatever. So, um, that's a different up. guy. But this guy, this David Dobrik or whatever, he has millions of followers or whatever. And recently an article came out because the same thing happened. He made vlogs and he has like all of his different friends and stuff. Hit one of his friends posted on a Snapchat story, like, oh, I need like a bunch of girls, 18 plus to come over to have a five some with me. Eventually the girls came over to the apartment. When they got there, they were like, ha ha ha. We just wanted to be in the video. Like none of us want to hook up with you. All of them were under 21, by the way. So then David goes, get them alcohol because we need to loosen up so they'll have sex with Dom for the video. And then they did it and they got all of it on camera. Everybody else in the vlog squad or whatever was peeking their heads in while these girls were hammered having sex with this guy. He was laughing, having a great time. But apparently these girls were passed out on the bed. It was absolutely awful. They had no idea where they were or that they did it the next day. And now there's all this stuff coming out about it. But it's like... David still has a platform and he has taken accountability, but it has taken months and so many people, him losing sponsorships. Like he didn't say anything until like his Chipotle sponsorship got dropped. You know what I mean? So it's like, why are we not holding guys in general, but especially these people in the spotlight? It's like he went years after this incident happening with going scotch-free and it's just until now he literally set up five girls to get raped you know what i mean it's just not cool but also it kind of brings me into a lot of girls and like same thing with this they're getting discredited for it right now for not coming out right when it happened but a lot of the times if it's not like a 
dare I say this, but like a violent rape, people, it doesn't register in your mind as that maybe until after, maybe until you realize that trauma. And a lot of the times that kind of behavior in literal sexual assault gets brushed off as just guys being guys. And I feel like that's a big conversation that needs to be had. Assault isn't just like punching a girl in the face or like roofing her and making something happen. It could be that as well, you know? Yes, and that's very much so. That That's rape. Um, and like Jessica said, like that's not taking accountability just by admitting it. No, that, that that's you, it's way more than just admitting and saying, oh, I did it, I'm sorry. You you owe a lot more than just an apology like that that that's nasty that first of all you're supplying liquor to underage minors well to minors right um because they're not of the age of 21 either and, and you're using your celebrity system you 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 trick them into coming right, you're doing something else power. um yeah there, there's a whole dominance power thing like so like why why is it taking this long because this happened what a couple years ago yeah, I think it happened. The original incident happened two or three years ago, and she did come out. She texted the guy who actually did the act and mm -hmm. said, you know, can you please text David and like make sure that he deletes this video? Like, I don't want my face in it. Um, like, this is ruining career opportunities for me, and I feel absolutely traumatized. I don't remember this happening. And all he said was, okay. And David is the one who posted the video saying that he was sorry sorry, whatever, after months and only after his sponsorships dropping him. But this Dom guy is still posting TikToks like nothing happened. And he's the one that was in the room who did mm. the act. And he's still posting like nothing happened. He has a platform. He's getting monetization from YouTube and TikTok. Why is so, that allowed? I mean, well, people are still supporting it. So where's the accountability to them? Like, who are these people that are still supporting him? You know what I'm saying? Like, where... Like, who are these people that are still watching these videos? Who yeah. are these people that are still buying merch and doing all these things, sharing and all that? You got to look at these people as well. Well, I feel like those are the guys that are just like, oh, it's just a David being David, just guys being guys. Oh, I feel like it's that mentality. mentality. Exactly. Sure, there's a That's lot of that. Of there's, well, you know the story of Brock Turner, the swimmer from Stanford? Yep. Um, you know, who, who yeah, he made a mistake, man. We can't ruin his kid's life. I mean, geez, he's a good swimmer. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of that sort of dismissive because again, right. And, and, and here's the worst part of that was that wasn't even like a date rape. Like that was like a legit full on rape. Yeah. Right. Like that kid was, it might as well have had a mask on. Like he, he was, um, he was out there with that. That wasn't like, um, some sort of, uh, he that said, been debated. he yeah. was out cold. I mean, what is again, like, Rape is bad. And I think sometimes people try to find like what degree, and I don't mean like first degree. I mean, like yeah. literally like, well, you know, it was, it was kind of that, dopey, but, but you, you know, that's right. how he is. Hey, nah. you know, you're fine. Like, no, yeah. That's, yeah. you know, because it does it all. It, it, when somebody gets away or is aggressive like that, it's just going to get worse. It's 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 always gonna accelerate. It's always gonna once you get away with a little bit, you're like, oh yeah, boom. And I'll say this to me, like I can't believe in the last four years we've had to have conversations about consent. Huh. If you have to apply women or what was the term? 
Hmm? Loosen them up? What, oh, what, yeah, get them loosened up. That's what he said. That was a direct quote from David. If, 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 if she's not feeling it and you know it, all the liquor in the world ain't gonna ain't gonna change your mind. Right. And so if if something happens, how did you get there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't feel good about that. It's not right. consent if you have to loosen her up. Right. You can't you can't feel good. If I have to trick you into it, what are we doing? Again, right. it, it, to me, it it takes somebody who's a bit sociopathic to sort of find the game in that. Mm-hmm. You know. I'll just lie to her and I'll get her drunk and tell her nothing's going to happen. And then as soon as she's out, bam, like there's something seriously twisted about people that are like that. But just like with racists before the uh, election of 2016, there's a lot more of them than I thought there were. Mm. And to see people out there like defending it, you know, uh, that idea of like would would women speak believe them and there's a lot of guys that are like well wait a minute you know what was she wearing though right like that sort of nonsense but again victoria that's a conversation that we've been having in this country like the earlier question for 20 some odd years Mm -hmm. and there's little to no change and when you have somebody like betsy devos running the department of education for four years and roll back protections for women on campuses because these young men need their due process. I don't want to be in class with my rapist. Is that, where's the due process for me? Right. You know, as a woman, where's my due process? Um, that young lady that was at Rolling Stone a few years back that was carrying her mattress to be, uh, to class every day to raise awareness for the fact that her rapist was still on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it really, it shouldn't. Again, here's the thing. If it was your daughter your wife, your sister, you would react much differently than when it's just some hoe you don't know. That's basically what it comes down to. It's easy easy when you don't know the person to chalk them up as some kind of loser deserving of it, put themselves in that predicament, whatever the case, because we always like to make excuses for people. Mm -hmm. You know, especially people in, in, in the elevated circles from from actual entertainers to influencers to whomever people can but again the other problem is is we live in a country where if you have money the law doesn't apply to you because you can buy your way out of it true so, well, well yeah that's 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 well, that could be a whole other show true but um lastly i kind of just wanted to touch on james charles i don't know if everybody knows who that is but he's a makeup influencer and he is also he's drama he's, he's he that's what yep he's drama getting baby that's mm-hmm, uh-huh drama getting he's your favorite sister are you familiar with high sisters Yes. No? Okay. Loves it. (laughs) So basically, right now, he's getting caught. It's come out within the past week. Actually, since he posted a video saying that he is taking accountability, this was also his form of taking accountability. He um, has several accusations against him. It is, I think, up to 20 now. It might even be more than that of his fans saying that he is sexually harassing them, texting them, sending them inappropriate pictures, and basically not leaving them alone. And 10 of them 
are minors, young as 14. So James is 21 years old. I don't know why he would have any business or want to talk to a 14-year-old. The biggest thing about this story is Almost everybody that he was talking to that was underage had their age in their bio, like we were talking about earlier. So it was very clear how old they were. And he would message them and say, like, message me on Snapchat. So now there's a bunch of pictures circulating of him sending them all this stuff, being like, show me your body hair. That's come out. James Charles has a body hair fixation. And honestly... He still had a sponsorship with Chipotle until last week. Same thing, same thing with David. Everybody, Chipotle dropping everybody, I guess. Is that the and morph? he's yes, and he's still in affiliation with Morphe. And they're okay. still um like promoting his stuff like on their main page of their website right now. And he is literally, literally a child predator love. How is that okay? Like what? And also, I feel like rather than just like the power dynamic or him having money to be able to get out of this i feel like it has a lot to do with the fact that he is number one a flamboyant gay man so he's kind of his femininity is kind of protecting him and i also think that since they're male victims they're not taken as seriously that's there you go that is definitely true um and i i feel bad any man who's the victim of any sort of sexual assault because uh, number one, it's funny, you know, just I was reading earlier today, um, they're saying that side effects from the COVID shot are are uh, women are having more adverse reactions to it. Mm-hmm. But they're also saying that men are grossly underreporting it, which just seems like a stupid kind of guy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> I got time for that. Guys are so stupid. Uh, and I think this is this is just another good example of exactly that. Just how dumb we are. You think so? Yes. Like him reaching out to these young kids or them not like, like not enough guys calling about it the right way, like reporting Uh, it. Again, well, like you said, I mean, I think being gay, there is, there's a certain protection to that, right? You're supposed to be Mm -hmm. supportive of the homosexual community, but that's, nobody means that. Yeah, nobody, nobody means, means no, right, nobody means, nobody means a gay rapist who's right. So again, this is the problem this is the problem with society where it's like wait wait can we can we not criticize that guy why wouldn't we he's a criminal i don't care what your sexual orientation or your skin color is if you break the law you go to jail mm-hmm. see and this just proves their fucking theory of a um, shared bathrooms bullshit you can get a guy like this to go watch your little son go in the tinkler oh, at the same yeah. time. Well, so it doesn't really matter. I feel like that doesn't, yeah, that, yeah, that has nothing, it, it like really has nothing to do with like the shared bathrooms. You know what I mean? It's like they could, uh, yeah, I probably did, but I'm no, just. Yeah, he was making a joke. Again, it's the idea of. Nobody would think twice about letting that guy in a man and a man. Yes, bathroom, that's exactly right? what I was about to say. Is like, but a trans, it, but, a, but right. a trans, a trans man walking into the bathroom would be what? Right, like what's what? the difference? Yes, exactly. Also, here's here's what I say all the time about that. Not to get off topic, but the first time a trans man attacks a kid in a bathroom, we're all gonna hear about it, and we're gonna know that guy's name. And the reason you don't know his name right now is. It's never happened. Exactly. So let's stop freaking out about problems that we can only anticipate and deal with ones like this that are literally actually happening and that we've been literally arguing about and trying to figure out for 20 some odd years. Yeah.
So this is a PSA. If your kid is watching James Charles, probably would have stopped. Also, David Dobrik, you know, just educate your kids that that is not okay. And even if they are your favorite influencer, whatever, it doesn't mean that they can get off scotch-free because the last thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, just like address, because I feel like we might get like K-Mat for this. This is not supposed to be like an episode where we're like, oh, cancel all these people because there is a huge difference between cancel culture and people committing crimes. Like there is not a problem with holding people accountable who need to be held accountable. That is not cancel culture. That's people literally who should be in jail. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm pretty sure if you go to jail, you probably can't do your show anymore. Yeah, but, like, that's what's supposed to happen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so obscene that these people are just getting off scotch-free, and all these people are like, oh, stop trying to cancel David, or stop trying to cancel James, or, like, you can't cancel this person, or whatever. It's not about that. Like, this is not... It, when it comes to a certain point, it's not cancel culture anymore. It's literally these mother lovers should be in jail. So, yeah. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly well said but anyways thank you so much for watching um you can catch us next week mondays at eight you can also catch rob show i'll piss you off shortly right after this also if you want to catch up on our other episodes more pod or politics related and stuff like that you can catch us on clovercrestmedia.com slash divided we stand we're also on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify the whole shebang so leave us a review do the damn thing thanks bye <laughs> All the tea. The Closing Time Podcast is back. Sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more, just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast. <laughs>